Ladies and gentlemen, Elhads Jufs and Kemar Roofs, welcome to Worldy. Well, 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 well. Football has gone absolutely mental. What's ha- what is going on? A shambles is occurring. Ah, I don't even know what to say because because it was just the last two games. We've just come off the back of Iran, Portugal, and Spain versus Morocco, and it's nonsense. It's very it's very hard to to know where to start after all that. I mean, VAR is not winning. Currently. One thing I'm well happy about is that VAR is proving to be a complete disaster, mm. as I'd hoped it would. I mean, that... that we, we, that we've tried very hard on this pod to not talk about VAR, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. We've struggled to avoid it tonight. Yeah. It's centre of everything, and it, 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 it annoyed me for a while, um, but then I kind of didn't care because it wasn't really affecting the outcome. But at the very end of both games, obviously things happened thanks to VAR, and, and the outcome was affected, you know, in terms of the finishing position. And it, it just shows that... A, it's a shambles, but B, it, it's a massive problem. It's not just a laughing stock anymore. It's actually affecting the outcome of things. It was the last sort of 20 minutes of both of those games just completely over, 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 like, <laughs> just over any kind of football being played or anything. It was just a shambles. I reckon, I reckon, I reckon we lost 10 minutes in that game in total. I reckon we lost about 10 minutes in total in that game to VR. Mm. yeah at least yeah, there was a lot more of it and it was taking the ref longer every time and it's got to the point where it, players aren't surrounding the ref demanding a free kick so players are now players are now surrounding the ref demanding he goes to VAR yeah. it's just shifted the problem to something else and in, a, in a miraculous turn of events that Iran penalty which was clearly not a penalty from any point yeah they go, like he goes penalty. to the replay he looks at the did replay and still gives it. It, did, it barely touched his arm, let alone being obvious. I mean, it was mad. The, I, I, the, the, comment, the commentator said, "Well, it can't be a penalty. His eyes were closed." My eyes were closed, Your Honour. That said, it was a lovely penalty, a well-taken penalty. I was very uh, sort of respect that, but it was just ridiculous. We all, we also had a similar situation That's in great. the uh, the, the uh, Saudi Arabia equaliser in the game earlier on today against Egypt at half time that there was a a penalty decision which was absolutely not a fucking penalty in any way shape or form the yeah. referee gave it and then went to VAR to review it was called over by the VAR team so they must have said they must have thought this guy's probably got this wrong so he wants to have another look at it he had another look at it and then continued then went and, and still gave it as a penalty and that that from the, from the moment the foul happened, no from the moment the decision was given to the moment they actually then finally confirmed it was about three minutes three fucking minutes of a man looking at a screen ridiculous well not even that it's like half the time they just stood around waiting on the yeah, pitch yeah. I, th- I think I think both those penalty decisions in the Saudi game were were questionable to, to yeah, say the totally. least um, there was the handball and the, and the second one as well um, great save by by El Hadari though um, oldest goalkeeper at the, the World Cup. Yeah, 45. Old, old, oldest player at any World Cup ever. Yeah. 45 years and five months. Brilliant. Penalty. Was a brilliant save. The save was made even better by the fact that it then came back down off the crossbar afterwards. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Magic. Also, a penalty Magic. save such the sweeter when it was clearly not a penalty to begin with mm. yes, I always love helps. a penalty yeah. save off a definite no pen off, off Ronaldo as well. <laughs> I love that, I love that. <laughs> even more Ronaldo had an absolute stinker yeah, he, really he was garbs I, I really garbs. really enjoy him playing bad <laughs> I just I, I do it's it's just really really and, and and you could see him when he was lining up to take that penalty this yeah. is putting me this is putting me back on or at least even, yeah. even tops of the golden boot chart you could see that Going through his head. Re- re- remind me Born again, who's uh, who's top of the charts currently? I think Who it's is that? some young chap called Harold something. Harold something, yeah, something like that. He's yeah. one of our own. I would, yeah, <laughs> I would absolutely love to see some video footage of what he was doing whilst Ronaldo was taking <laughs> that penalty. <laughs> <laughs> one of the players must have got his mobile phone out. Yeah. It must be. It must be on Twitter somewhere. Must it must. It I must exist so. somewhere. But yeah, with with Ronaldo playing badly as well, it makes you realise how utter bollocks Portugal actually are they've yeah, yeah, no, yeah. they, they got very little uh, but clearly the, the goal to, was was 
a, a good, you know, a moment of genius from Quaresma. They, they did almost nothing else. And even, I mean, Spain game aside, they've been awful. Um, I, mm. I don't think we need to sort of fear them. So um, who who's playing who now? So Uruguay are going to play Portugal. Yep. They'll win that one. Oh, they? so exactly. that last minute goal yeah so this so changed Spain, everything yeah, it's oh, yeah. very good playing very Uruguay good. or playing Russia big big change because Russia I think we, we saw Russia for I mean this we, we yeah. discussed this on, on the text we saw them more for what they are they look pretty average I thought um, and, and I can't see them going much further no. but Uruguay look great I think I mean they're, they're south of the, you know they're they're a bunch of wankers as Uruguay always are but they look pretty good I think Shiz having you having you on video chat it makes us it makes me feel like you're like in Russia and you're like yeah. oh, man, you're it. it's really good <laughs> yeah, you've oh, yeah there we go. Look at back to our man in Moscow yeah you can, you can point out where uh, Ekaterinsburg is on that map <laughs> oh, what, what, whilst we were all ragging on VAR I, I yes. will point out that the Actually, there are, there are some positives to it. I don't and think no, are. They're, they're, they are <laughs> denying Neymar a penalty. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that did that did happen. It was I, glorious. I was I was fully on on board with VAR at that yeah. point. I was I was very happy with it. Has indeed. there been a penalty given by a referee that then wasn't referred to VAR and subsequently like given or not given? Yeah, good question. Um, uh, don't know. I don't know. Well, well, it feels like, like every I'll, single peno goes to VAR. I mean, I, well, I think the thing the VAR people will review all of them anyway, right? So they yeah. will review them, and it's just whether or not they call the referee over. Jesse Lingard's did his. The referee didn't go and watch that again, did he? They no, just. I don't think he did. So the guy, there was a, there was a brief pause. Yeah. Um, well, whilst they whilst they quickly reviewed it, but they didn't call the referee referee over, did they? The so. whole thing just annoys me so much. And yeah. the, everything about it is it's destroying football, John. It is destroying football as we know it. Right, uh, so a, a brief comment on the uh, the ref in the Portugal Iran game. I think he was absolutely diabolical. <laughs> he was terrible. Uh, he? he lost control of the game. He the decisions that he made were were unfathomable. I, I don't know what were they. I, I, that's that's why I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, reminded me. Do you remember there was a kind of like shit Superman? in the sort of early noughties and he reminded me of like an old version of the guy that played the shit Superman do you mean Dean Kane? Dean Kane. that is exactly who I mean what are you talking about Dean, Dean Kane, who who followed up his amazing appearance as Superman in the New Adventures of Superman, okay. um, he as um, the guy who plays volleyball with Tony the Tiger in the Frosties advert. <laughs> I, I, I think I think wow. he might, I think he might have done some jail time as well. He did some. What did yeah, he? I think, I think he did. What Tony oh, the Tiger? Not, not Tony. <laughs> come on, Jesus, that's libelous against Tony. Yeah, he was. He was. Too close in with the you know, crack, snapple, and pop. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, any, they're anyway, bad, they're bad boys. Anyway, right? back back to football. Come oh, on. Yeah. Come so, on. but so in actually in defence of VAR, I think I, VAR is is if used badly, like the game today, yeah. a, an absolute joke. But I think a lot of that rests on the shoulders of the ref and the and the VAR team. But I I, I will say that that in of itself is a fundamental flaw with the exactly. principle of VAR because the principle of mm. it is it will clear up all of the problems and, and we will have much more right decisions and wrong decisions. Exactly. But the problem is we are still at the mercy of dickhead refs who don't yeah. know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's taking longer to get to the same yeah. the same outcome and, or, and, or a wrong outcome. Or the, and this is the worst thing is is that you're taking situations where the right decision was made on the ref. On, by the referee on the pitch they end up getting fucking reversed and then mm. the wrong decision ends up yeah, getting made yeah like how is that better for the fucking game it's madness and then you get 10 minutes of the players running around wow. chatting to the ref like like little school children chasing the teacher the to, whole thing is an embarrassment to, to be fair I did catch the second Spain goal so the 2-2 the, the goal um, earlier uh, just well just now in fact yeah um, and in defence of the ref and the VAR team, I think they got that absolutely spot but it, on. It doesn't. So the it, ref, the ref actually ruled the goal out for offside, and the VAR team called him back to have a look at it, and it was it fine. was definitely not offside. Fine, but it is. It, it's almost irrelevant whether the VAR decision is correct or not. Hmm. It, 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 that isn't the point. The point is that the, the, the very wrong, exactly the very process of doing it is what destroys football because it. it in the past, you had a situation where 90% of the decisions were right and 10 were wrong. 
and we could live with 10 being wrong because the game of football was still intact. Now we still get 10% wrong, maybe more, based on the Seamley's efforts, and, uh, we, and we fuck the game up. It's, it's absolute but, madness. But I tell you what, the good news is... Yeah. Iago Aspas got a goal. <laughs> Liverpool legend. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Amazing. Spain looks pretty shit, though. To be uh, to be fair, they'll still beat Russia comfortably. Morocco, not a bad side. To be, you know, I think Morocco not bad. Yeah, I mean, no, we we were really impressed with Morocco against Portugal, weren't we? I mean, I think yeah. he, they 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 yeah. look like they they, they really seem really unfortunate. I think with Morocco to only have got what one point out of this whole World Cup because they play some nice attacking football. They want to go out and play stuff, but they they suffered from the same problem Iran suffered from uh, is the fact that, that, that they they play some nice tidy neat football and they, they get the ball forward really well we get into the penalty area and they suddenly turn into like four yeah. year olds who've never played football before yeah. it, that, that gives you a, a greater degree of respect I think for the, the, the really talented strikers and the really natural goal scorers like, because, like Harry Kane like Harry Kane for Sorry, example John Stones John Stones <laughs> <laughs> But do you know what I mean? When you when you see when you see teams who are good at other things but cannot finish to save your life, I think it really does kind of like yeah. highlight that. I think it's mm. nice. You know, yeah, we, we we've said it about other team, you know, some of the big teams. Germany's the one that springs to mind. You know, they're clearly not a bad team, but they lack a goal scorer, and obviously they got out of jail the other night, didn't they? They're, that's one example of a team that's crying out for a proper goal scorer and we've seen it with England we've seen it with Belgium if you've got that you you, you know you can do very well that Tony Cruz goal is so annoying yeah it, it was, was, was bloody brilliant yeah. well that's, that's why so it, that's why it was annoying because it was like equal terms like how has he done how the fuck has he done that but it is classic Germany but they yes, always find a bloody way Germany. don't they always find a way the, I, the, the person I'm most angry at is the Swedish defender though the one who who, who yeah. made that like, yeah. I was really yeah. but then having said that did you see afterwards apparently he got a load of racist shit on Twitter oh, yeah. and a load of people making abusive threats to his family and stuff yeah. um, so he then came out and did this really cool um, like thing where he stood in front of the whole team the whole mm. team was behind him and he did this big thing just denouncing saying please don't give us this Very shit it's nice. not unfair yeah. and with all the team behind him which was really, really nice to see you know who did deserve some shit Jerome Boateng yeah, yeah. he was ultra rubbish yeah he was pretty yeah. bad wasn't he absolutely disgraceful performance what was he doing he it's, was roaming around the pitch like some kind of Beckenbauer it seems it seems insane that we were coming into this this competition saying how good Germany are I mean they were all Usually yeah. pretty damn good, but but also uh, specifically saying how strong they look defensively with Boateng and and uh, oh, the other chap. What's his it, name? It was it, no, Hummels. Hummels. No huge surprise that that when Boateng got sent off, and then they actually they took another defender off and then put an attacking player on. <laughs> yeah. Went down to two defenders on the pitch. Suddenly they were a much 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 better team. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you can see why. And then oh. as much as I don't, I don't want to praise Germany too much. Um, Full credit to Yogi Love for that for that balls out decision to go all out attack when they went down yeah, to ten men. Yeah, Absolute fair, fair, fair play, play to that. Too. That is a fucking ballsy decision. It really is. Yeah. So, so a, a quick comment about about Mister Mister Love. Um, he gets a, quite a surprising amount of criticism uh, in Germany because of the t some of the decisions that he makes about players that he plays. Um, he's he's often. Uh, he's often said to have his favourite so players that he he tends to play regardless of form and yeah. um, and and how well they're playing for their clubs. So um, it, it's uh, I'm not sure how the media reacted to that decision to 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 bring on uh, an attacking player at that point. But he's a massive weirdo, isn't he, Yogi Love? He's a strange chap. He's a massive weirdo. You see him on the touchline now. Now that he's a little bit older, because yeah. he used to be kind of. Oh, doesn't he look cool with his scarf and his fancy hair? And now he just looks like a weird old man. And, so, that, and that, ma that mantle has now been taken over by the sartorial genius of Gareth Southgate. He's, right, he's doing well for strong himself, muffin. Oh, Strong South, Muffin. Southie G. Talking about Strong Muffin. Uh, <laughs> strong Muff, as I like to call him, <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm feeling very uh, you know relaxed. Uh, you had some other nicknames, I think, you're working on for the England boys. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I think... Uh, was this, this was this one from Lingard, Neil? 
Was it? So, so Lingard is known as Jay Lings with a Z. <laughs> Jay um, Lings. I, I only knew that because he called himself that on Twitter. Oh, uh, God. oh yeah. <laughs> and he, he, said, like, he said something along the lines of Jay Lings has arrived, didn't he? Something like that. Yeah, yeah but I, I think as, as, as a sort of com- concept of nicknames, I quite like that sort of first letter beginning of surname with a Z on the end. I think you can apply that. Kieran Trippier <laughs> works very well. K-Trips. K-Trips, yeah. K-trips. 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 Yeah. Although, yeah. Although, although Trent... Alexander Arns <laughs> doesn't work quite so. T Alexander Arns. The one, the one I so. liked for Lingard was Messi Lingard. So I thought had, that was very good. Yeah, so me, we had Messi one. Lingard. We also had um, Pele Ali. Um, <laughs> That's stretching it. Yeah, <laughs> um, and what was the other one we had? We also had Johnston Aldo. Uh, Johnston Aldo. <laughs> um, a little bit of credit um, for for people on Twitter who came up with those. So we, um, okay. at Ginger Moods and at Fluff Mitten on Twitter both nice. came up with uh, with some of those jokes there. So yeah, I like that, but. Jaylings, I think, is going to stick. I think H for Harry Kane is incredibly boring. H is <laughs> like, rubbish. I, I, quite well, I think, because he's a fairly boring bloke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it also just makes me think of H from Steps. And I, I know. And, yeah. Yeah. and I think they're, they're, you know, they're, they're similarly intelligent anyway, aren't they? Is that why he's called H? Because he looks a bit like H from Steps. <laughs> I like, it, might, it, might, it might just be his name. The Hurricane, I thought, was his nickname. That's yeah, scary. nobody's actually going to call him that, though, no, are they? No, no, it's a shame. So uh, another, another one of my favourite characters from the last couple of games. I don't know if you saw the Japan game. Yes. Uh, but at one point, there was a really, really ridiculous shot that went flying miles over the bar. But the cameraman followed it, and then there was a shirtless Japanese fan in the crowd who like jumped out of his seat and textbook heads the nice, ball away. Nice. <laughs> it was yeah. glorious. That is, that is one of those moments you want, isn't it? You, yeah. you want the ball to come exactly to you. And, then you, and ideally, in an ideal world, you want to be, you want to be like on the aisle, on the end of the row of seats. You yeah. want to chest it and then volley it back oh, beautifully be into great. the goalkeeper's hands or something like that. If, if that if that doesn't make the tournament highlights real, I'll be very disappointed. It, it should be on there. It was a beautiful thing. It was a lovely some, thing. Some, something else that will make the tournament highlight real. So, not tonight, but the last Iran game, towards the end of the game when they were losing, or oh, I can't, was that, whatever the score was, the guy was taking a throw in. Yes. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen in the past <laughs> yeah. where you, the guy, someone takes a throw in, they sort of. Do a handstand holding the ball, flip it's, over. It's a somersault throw-in, the isn't it? Of their flip up means they throw it a mile. The yeah. guy tried this, but he got it completely wrong. <laughs> he sort of did the flip, stood back up, and was still like ten yards from the touchline. That just kind of then. My, my favourite thing about that though was after he popped up from the failed somersault throw-in, the ref like went no 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 no. I'm having none of that. And then he had to do a regular throw. But, but what was even better than that is he didn't then just do a big like, long wind-up and launch it into the penalty. No, area. he did a little, he just did a little just short one back to his mate. It's just, it's don't, just, uh, don't worry, mate. Only three billion people watching. It's all right. Absolutely bottled it. <laughs> that was a bit of a shambles. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I, w- I would have been pretty annoyed if I'd been his teammates as well because they were, they were a goal down and it was literally the last minute of injury time as well. Yeah. So yeah. don't touch them out, mate. Not nice yeah. in those situations, but there we go. I, um, I, I heard a good, a good stat um, talking about numbers. Um, eighty, I think it was something like 87% um, of uh, the TV viewership in the UK were watching the game. On Sunday, yes. Yes, eighty-seven. Right. I mean, that is mental. To be although, fair, what else are you going to be watching at one pm on a Sunday? Although um, you're going to be in the sun, aren't you? Otherwise, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but although I thought that was really good, and then I heard that um, in Iceland, their last game, ninety-nine point six percent. That's wow. amazing. Of of the uh, the TV viewership were watching that game. Wow. That I want to know what the other four point four percent were watching. Ice the ice fishing. Ice fishing. <laughs> Volcanoes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what in, else in, they in do Iceland, over there. That's probably like two thousand people, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is only three hundred thousand people in Iceland. Yeah, isn't like, it? like like one point seven percent of them are in the team itself. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 another Icelandic stat because they're always so mental. Um, I heard that ten percent. Of the uh, of Iceland's population were in the city where the game was. I've forgotten out. the name of the city. That is brilliant. That's ten percent, thirty thousand people. That's not out of the realms of possibility. Ten percent. I do wonder with with Iceland, but obviously more with countries like San Marino. If if an average bloke like one of us lived there, what chance would we actually have of getting anywhere near the national I think, football? I think we'd have a chance. 
I reckon. I think uh, we would. I uh, think we really would. I reckon Neil Morris and Johnny yeah. Pike would be in there, wouldn't they? Yeah, Morris and Pike would be in there. I think we'd be we'd be a little bit further <laughs> down the pecking order. John, you might get in there because of your sheer stature. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll be a towering centre Yeah, and sure you might get in there with that lethal left boot of yours. <laughs> Don't let him get on his left. <laughs> whip it in. Whip it in. Left-footed people in the entire country. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guaranteed berth for shears on the so, left wing. So if if if, if we can just take a somber moment Go for on. a second oh. um oh. later this week we're going to have to shed a tear as we say goodbye to our favorite stadium so the one with those stupid dangerous scaffolding ends oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. i think it's got another group game on wednesday then that's it it's out is no that, more oh, games is that disappointing. Ka- is that that's the one yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yeah yeah um yeah, it was on the other night, and, and I, I didn't realise it was quite this bad, but apparently if you're in the back row of one of those end extra bits, you're actually higher than the roof of the main <laughs> stadium. That is Man. quite amazing. That is quite incredible. Yeah, yeah. What a ridiculous stadium. Well, you know how that came yeah. about? Because FIFA, FIFA insists that all stadiums have to be yeah, I think, above 35,000. Yeah, 35, Maybe hold it in a country that actually has a bunch of fucking stadiums then. Well, like England. Yes, that would maybe work. Okay. So the, uh, the other thing that happened uh, today was we saw what Russia are really like, and they are not very good. Not very good, no. No. Uh, I think, actually, this was, the, this was the best game. Like, Uruguay are actually improving game on game, and this game showed their quality because although they still weren't brilliant they were easily good enough to beat Russia yeah yeah I think it made Russia look pretty ordinary I think Uruguay were quite cautious and defensive with their kind of single goal lead an amazing goal the Suarez free kick no, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we if we had the video, we could do a brilliant analysis of it because there's like the wall of like four uh, four Russian defenders. Then there's like two Uruguayans who are doing that thing where we're going to peel away and leave some space. And then there's the Russian guy with those two. He's like, I'm going to fill the space. But he doesn't fill the space. He pushes the two Uruguayan players out of the way, leaving a three-man hole for Suarez to knock it in. It's it was of, ridiculous. It's one of those situations where you just like, what was going through your head, <laughs> Matt? What, 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 and what, how did you think this was a good idea? He but, actively pushes them out of the way. They're thinking, we were going there anyway, mate. Like, we were going, yeah, we were yeah, going that's, over there. That, anyway. that was, that's yes. exactly what we were doing. You just, yeah. just made it easier for Thanks us. For that. Um, the other thing with that, with that is that, the, the, that is exactly the corner of the goal that the, 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 the goalkeeper should have been watching because yeah. the, the wall was on the other side. Yeah. So, that, I mean, all of that was shit. And a lot of this is just demonstrating actually the lack of quality that yes. Russia have which is why they're what the second worst team in terms of FIFA rankings in in, in the tournament you mm. know I mean, they rank below Panama for fuck's sake um, and that's you know they, and that's they, they did have a player sent off in the first half didn't they but I think it was already 2-0 at that point it was 2-0 at yeah. that point I think game, the, um, the game was done already it, it, I, I mean it, it killed the game as a spectacle as well by that point it was mm. it was a bit of a procession um, but yeah there we go yeah, lovely free kick though from the old Suarez doing the business. You're always going on about Suarez, so you I love him. him. He's I brilliant. Hate him. I really hate him. He's he's the absolute business. Suarez. I'd, I'd have him in my team in a shot. Yeah, I would have oh, Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo in my team. Get I would, out. I still I would hate him. Yes, Get grow. out of the studio. Grow up. Get, grow up. Come on. Ugh. If you were, if you honestly if Ugh. if he he was because I like, do you know what I want to play for a provincial <laughs> fucking home counties <laughs> club. <laughs> <laughs> with a stadium far too big for its own abilities. Um, I, I want to come and play for Reading. You wouldn't have Cristiano Ronaldo. Look, I would, I would, t- I would fucking turn away five Cristiano Ronaldos to have a fit Gareth McCleary. That's all. <laughs> that is a straight up fact. Yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> right, we are going to have a little tiny break. I think we're going to talk about something we haven't even mentioned yet. Joe Cole, why not? Swinging shot, brilliant. Joe Cole, why not? And England are off and running. Oh my goodness! To, to, to put it mildly, my word. Oh right, so I, I before the before the game yesterday, I get quite, um, I 
two decades of disappointment and dreariness and and, and ultimate kind of dissatisfaction. Years of hurt. Has, You're has, about to start seeing it. Has put me. Has basically put me. Has conditioned me to only expect failure. And and I couldn't see past us walking out there and just being just labouring a little bit and struggling and passing and, it across the back line. Yeah, and then yeah. kind of like giving away a bit of a silly goal. And, and so so I I actually put I actually put money on a one-all draw in that game. It was a defence mechanism disgrace. and all of that, but. Um, but, Get him off the pod. He's <laughs> <laughs> fired. That but is shocking behaviour. As, as, as bloody awful as Panama are and were, that was a magnificent and clinical performance and really, 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 really delightful for a change to see England being like that. Absolutely. I mean, let's just take a moment to, to, to bask in the glory of, of what happened yesterday. I mean, the, the sun was shining, the birds were singing, there was meat on the barbecue outside. <laughs> pretty good. And we absolutely spanked a Team 6-1. I mean, I, I, I don't care that it was, that it was you know, Panama. But the, the Panamaniacs. The Panamaniacs. They're exactly the kind of team we normally struggle against. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so whoever it was, you know, even if it was Liechtenstein, we, we generally struggle against crap teams. So mm. to just play really well and most, you know, everything came off. It was, I mean, we mentioned on one of the, the recent pods, when you wake up on the morning of an England game, the nerves kick in and, the, you know, you can't do anything all day. So with a lunchtime game, at least sort of, You've only got it the morning to get through. That, that only works <laughs> if England win, because if they don't, True. it obviously ruins the rest of the day. But, um, yeah, once it started, it, I mean, I don't think anyone could quite believe what was going on, you know. And, 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 one, one nil, great. Two nil, you know, a bit of breathing space. Let's perhaps cut, slow it down a bit, but not a chance. Just just kept going. Well, well the thing I like the most out of this whole thing is it is guaranteed now <clears> that John Stones, Stone Aldo, is actually going to finish with more goals this World Cup than Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> Putting money on that. Wow, that would be yeah. something. What kind of odds could you could you get for that? I don't know. Find I out. think we have to mention Harry Kane's unintentional hat trick. Amazing! <laughs> that was quite special, wasn't it? He was about to get summed off as well. It's it's got to be the easiest hat trick he's ever scored. Two penos and a and one that bubbles off his heel. Incredibly good. It literally good it literally pen. looked yeah, like he'd were. seen like his mum in the crowd and was like, oh, hey mum, and the ball bounces <laughs> off his heels into the goal. <laughs> My favourite thing about that is just how mu- how much that will have annoyed Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. that the goal that's taken him. <laughs> out of the lead yeah. <laughs> was something that just spooned off Definitely. some fella's ankle fucking brilliant and given how bad Ronaldo was today oh, man. will he find any form again I don't know yeah well, he'll be get... fine in the next game yeah, glorious watching him miss that penalty though. <laughs> they are yeah. glorious they are going to go out in the next round they're not going to beat Uruguay no I Definitely don't think not. so so uh, England then what do, we, what do we think is it really a thing or did we just beat a bad team Look, we, we beat a bad team but you can only beat what's in front of you right and and Right. Cliche, cliche, Dave over there. But, but when, but when people then take every game as it comes. <laughs> Tomorrow's another day. We go again. We go again. Um, no, but <laughs> it's a game of two halves, you know. But pe- people, people have a pop at England for 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 only just scraping past shit teams right mm. so then when we actually do go off and dick them like we did uh, to Panama yesterday yeah. um, we then get criticised well you should be beating them like that That's well true. we fucking did what yeah. more do you want no, so I think you can't argue with that so it, you know all of that's great it's fine brilliant performance um, but you know it's a tough tough game on Thursday now I want a quick word for the, the Panama coach as well so first half Panama were aggressive to the point of being a bit nasty actually I thought very it nasty to, yeah no. um, and then there was a, a moment just beginning of the second half just before they kicked off um, it shot to the benches the cameras and the Panama coach was over talking to Southie and he, he was whatever he was saying he was trying to shake get Southie's yeah. hand Southie kept saying it's okay it's fine it's okay yeah. what was that about See, it, it's, it seemed as if Almost, he was apologising for their conduct in the first half, and, and then he didn't want to be looking at half time because second half they were completely different. There was none of that. It, 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 it felt it, as if he sorted them out at half time. Gacy G half-time. didn't want to engage with them, though, did he? 
No, it, it, it was in the um, in his post match interview that fella actually came out and said that that, that he, he he loved England, he loved the way we played. He's a wonderful football team playing glorious football, and I wanted to speak to the manager at halftime and tell him that I thought their football was wonderful and stuff. So I think I, he was a little bit overwhelmed by the occasion. I think. Did, speaking of people getting overwhelmed, did you see the footage of the uh, of the the Panama commentators uh, back in? Back oh in yeah, Panama? yeah, yeah, absolutely magical. So during, so off camera during the uh, uh, the national anthem of Panama, um, they showed some footage of the the commentators and pundits in the studio back in Panama, and they were absolutely losing it. I mean, they just couldn't believe that they were there, and, and they were just so over over emotional and you know yeah. bear hugging each other Crikey. and you know, that was know. always it was Stream. quite nice they scored a goal wasn't it it I mean, was it yeah fucked up our chances at topping the group but yeah. it was it, a shocking goal though I, I, see, I, I absolutely I absolutely adored all the Panama fans were just still yeah. jumping around Going and cheering and celebrating mad, it yeah. absolutely brilliant it was, it, it was good that something happened because once you've obviously won a game the intensity drops and it's hard to stay focused yeah, I think yeah. that was a big problem for England in the second half so what are you going to do you're already 6-1 up well, I mean you know there's not much mm. no else to go I, th- Talk, I think talking of footage that's appearing on like twitter um there's there's a load of clips from like fan parks in in england oh my word when some of the goals go with it it's bedlam like hide away from beers all absolute mad and i know english fans are idiots but i love <laughs> no i do like you know we are there is definitely a different vibe about the support for england and everything else this time round, and it has helped that we've won our first two games it has and and the performance against belgium on thursday is, is absolutely Absolutely crucial to uh, keeping yes. that momentum yeah. because I don't think anybody will mind if we lose on Thursday, um, but it'll be the nature in which by which it happens. And yeah. if as long as we're competitive, maybe get a goal or, or, or two, um, as long as we do all of that okay, then then the country will stay with them. What we don't want is we don't want to do like do what Russia did today against yes. Uruguay and just capitulate and look a bit shit because mm. that will lose some of the goodwill. I think I still think there will be some goodwill, but. What I quite liked over the weekend, Belgium played on the Saturday, didn't they? Absolutely tanked Tunisia and a lot of people and, you know, in the media, they're saying, you know, mm. you know, that, you know, Belgium look far too, you know, they're unbeatable. They look really good now. Then all of a sudden, you know, just like that on the Sunday, we then put in a shift even better. Yeah. And that's all we're, we're back to being the favourites again. I think we might see a bit of a dead rubber, though, in that game. I mean, I, I, I think so. I think I think both I think both sides will want to will want to win it because I think there's bragging rights here, but there's, there's also the, the just general momentum of wanting to carry through. But I also think that people are both both managers are going to be looking at the, the latest stage of this tournament and thinking if we do win the group, particularly we've actually got a, a more tough route theoretically through to the final with the type the types of teams we're likely to have on our half of the draw, yeah. and therefore you might want to rest some players not to lose that game, but just so that you are fresh. I, for yeah. the, for that running, I I, cert, I certainly think uh, G Cakes will rest some players, um, no doubt about that. Um, but I, I certainly think um, every single one of the squad will go into that game thinking that they can they can win it, and um, and but I don't see why they shouldn't be able to. I mean, in terms of, in terms of because there's a, there's lots of chat and lots of fucking idiots suggesting because if we finish second, we'll probably have an easier route to the final. In inverted commas, um, that that there were people saying that actually maybe you should rest a load of players to, so that you do come second in the group, which is fucking nah, bullshit, absolutely fucking bullshit. But yeah. at the same time, from a supporter's perspective, if we lost that game or we or we drew that game but had a couple of extra yellow cards, so we finished below them. Yeah. But as long as we put in a decent performance. I'm pretty happy I think I'd be quite happy to end up in the easier half of the draw as long as we're competitive in that game against them think think back to like 10 years ago where we we would always say you know oh yeah but it's it's the it's the result that counts as, as long as we beat them it doesn't matter how we play and and we said that for years though didn't we and now and now it's so nice that we're saying essentially the opposite that it doesn't really matter if we win lose or draw what matters is that we play the right kind yeah. of way yeah. um, and uh, get the best out of the players that we've got and I think uh, uh, just quickly about Belgium I, I still don't think they've got the best out of those players even though they, they absolutely trounced um, Tunisia um, and I think I think we have and I think um, if you look at us man for man on paper we're probably a slightly weaker team but not not by a lot 
But what we have done well so far is, is we've played well as a unit. Yes, uh, that's exactly it. I think we are a much better, more cohesive unit. We're a better football team in terms of a team playing football together than they are. But what they have got is they have got significant talent going forward. Mm. Um, and I think I think I think just in terms of their, the, the pure nat- the pure brilliance of their, their their natural ability, I think that that carries them through. I think we've got a better unit. Thanks a lot, boys. I feel much better now. Ah. Gareth's pleased to hear your, your wise words. There. Like well, enough England bloody nonsense with everybody getting all excited. Let's wait and see on that chapter before everybody gets carried away. I want to bring up two more weird things from the World Cup. Okay. One, why have all the ball boys, why are they all wearing Make America Great Again caps? <laughs> what is that about? Well, it's, it's Vlad's, um, it's, it's Bessie May, isn't it? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. There is definitely something dodgy going on there. And talking of dodgy things going on, let's talk about the mascots. Yeah, right. So the, the referees have got mascots and so they go out in the middle of the, pit, the pitch and they stand there with the referees when they're doing the handshakes and the coin toss and stuff and it is exclusively 14 year old girls as a as a kid wouldn't that just be the most depressing like you'd want to be with the players (laughs) wouldn't you you wouldn't want to hold the hand of the ref i don't think they've got a lot of choice no i I, I, by the looks in some of their eyes i don't think they're there you know they're they're against their will (laughs) i mean i know i'm not casting aspersions on referees but if there's a group of people who would be willing to take advantage of a situation it's going to be referees isn't yeah, it easy. let's be careful <laughs> we got tens of thousands of listeners to listen. <laughs> Graham Paul will be on to us yeah that's right well if if, if if ITV can get fucking Mark Battenberg on their programme then maybe we can get a ref here to give their voice Talk to us about VAR, yeah, okay. tell us what's going um, on. What I actually reckon that is, is I reckon all of those guys are young, they're just young female refs, and they are just obviously trying to positively promote refereeing amongst women. I think that's what, no, I genuinely think that's what it is. Well if you, if, if you look well it up, No, if you look it up, I bet that's what it is. 14-year-old female refs. Uh, well, I know, yeah, I know, what I, world do you live in? i want to start uh, somewhere, I, Simon. I know an 18-year-old female ref, and she was four, 13, 14 when she started. Is that that cannot be a thing? Yeah, Nobody yeah. wants to be a ref. Yeah, yeah, she's my, a ref. She's a referee. She, I mean, I think she does it like it low-level non-league stuff now. My, my sister's a referee. She's she's uh, she's ref since she was about sixteen. Look, it's nothing about men or women. She's it's about you, though, John. No, no, she isn't. She's much much shorter. I just think there's something fundamentally wrong with a kid who has the whole world ahead of them, male or female wanting to be a referee that is a sad sad state of affairs oh, well it may be but I'm really fucking glad they exist because we wouldn't have a sport if they <laughs> didn't true. Too, right? although why do they all turn out to be such assholes? well it's, 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 it's people who like the sound of their own voice and like to be authoritative isn't it you it's, know what it is they're almost P- like politicians aren't they politicians mm. PE teachers and fucking policemen they're the kind of people who end up being referees <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, dear, I am sitting dear. in their little fucking cupboard watching those TV screens with their full kit with their on. Full kit on. God, I reckon they're wearing studs as well. G- going, going back, going back to world, world <laughs> cup, world cup yeah. funnies. Yeah, go on. Um, did anyone else see the footage of uh, a certain? Ex former England manager in the pub, yes, with a Big Mac. No, what's Amazing. this? What's Have this? you not seen this? It's, no. it's, it's, I, I still don't believe it's even real. So, basically, some, some, uh, uh cheeky bastard has, has basically filmed uh, Sam Allardyce in a pub. I think it was, I'm not sure where, where it was now, actually, but, um, apparently, he was sitting there on his own watching the England game. Eating a Big Mac. <laughs> An outside Big Mac. That he brought in from outside. That's now fucking watch, outrageous. Watch this. We're going to watch this. We're watching it live. Oh, we've got audio. There he is. I like the way the guy videoing it is like zooming in, going, fucking, that is Sam Allardyce. <laughs> um, that, that clip's going to go go down so well on a pod, isn't it? <laughs> um, I, I invite everyone out there to look it up. If because I can be bothered, is, if I can be bothered I'll, I'll put the link in the description. Um, while we're on the subject, um, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to this person. It's somebody uh, at David Hartrick on Twitter. It's almost David Hattrick, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he said, um, thinking about what might have been, this is this is straight after we just beating Panama 6-1 yeah. thinking about what might have been England won 
Rooney, Penn, 78 minutes, Panama nil. Allardyce delighted to bounce back after th- with three points after Tunisia horror show. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, we just wanted to be alive going into the Belgium game and thanks to that man of the match performance from JT, we are. <laughs> oh, perfect. That, that, is a, uh, that is an alternate reality. It's all too close. All too close to home. It's it's been mentioned once or twice from certain people, um, but I, I'd like to also say how overall how likable a lot of the players are. Um, they just seem to be decent guys. Cristiano decent. Ronaldo, Luis. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about Sergio Ramos. No, I'm talking about the England team oh, specifically. Okay, okay. To be honest, there are a lot of of absolute monsters out there that are making uh, are making some pretty uh, poor. Um, decisions with with what they do on the pitch, but um, I think in general the England team have been really really good. Who's your um, favourite man in the England shirt, John? Who would you like to go to the pub with? <sighs> That's a good Henderson. question, actually. Don't I don't think. know. What do you reckon, Neil? I said, don't say Henderson. <laughs> um, right. I, I actually, I actually like, um, I like Harry Maguire because he seems oh, quite bright. I quite yeah. like Harry. I so, he's yeah. quite bright. And on, on that note as well, actually, if you heard this, there's a story that um, he was doing a press conference uh, for, for England. He was, you know, sat in the front of the room with all the press in there asking the questions. And there was a question right at the very end. A hand went up at the back and everybody turned around and there's a little chap at the back of the thing who says, hi, oh, yeah, um, Jamie Vardy from Jamie Vardy News. <laughs> I just I'd like to ask Harry, what is the circumference of your head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vards. Oh, King of the madness, that lad. <laughs> Might not get on the pitch, but, you know, gets to give it a good bit of bands. So, uh, talking of your favourite players, hmm. who has stood out so far in this World Cup for you? I'm looking for at, England? Or for no, England? I'm looking across everybody. Bloody hell, Neil, you've like... It's suddenly become dark. Are oh, you in Moscow? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Is there a power cut in Moscow? It does look like that, doesn't it? Sorry, we've lost our infield reporter oh, there. Dear. Yeah, There's just a, just a cross, light failure. No, across the um, whole World <laughs> Cup. Um, gosh, there's a question. Well, it is, isn't it? It's, it? It is a question. That is a <laughs> question. Um, it, it's very hard to think past the last game as in the most recent game I've seen players in. Um, and the one that comes to mind is Modric. That's probably because I can just remember his goal and I like him anyway. It was an absolutely but, um, brilliant goal. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. A couple um, of players I mean, for me I, that I, have I come out of... I uh, a big, big England player either because that'll be far too obvious. No, exactly. A couple of players that have, that have like uh, sort of appeared from nowhere for me a little bit is the uh, is the young Mexican winger, Herving Lozano, who I think yes. has been excellent. And plays with you know all the passion and energy of an eighteen-year-old lad who's bang up for it. Uh, he looks like a quality player, and I think he'll impact the tournament as they go forward. I think Mexico are a pretty damn good side as well. Uh, and also the uh, Moroccan midfielder uh, Bentancur, who I think who I never really heard about before. He looked bloody brilliant in every game I've seen him in. Absolutely brilliant. So I think he might be one that gets picked up. Um, I, I'm, I'm a really, really big fan of the big um, Russian centre forward whose name I always forget. Jubev. Jubev. Yeah. I just, I, I have such a massive soft spot for uh, somebody who comes in who, who is, who is an unfashionable kind of player. Yeah. And I'd actually argue Harry Kane is a little bit yeah. like that, but he still fits into kind of new format formations and stuff. Whereas, um, whereas that that guy and 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 big dumb strikers like him often struggle to find a way into game into football teams these days because nobody plays direct through their striker yeah. anymore um, so for him to have come in and made the, made the impact that he has I think is absolutely wonderful I yeah. love the level of excitement in his celebrations yes. as well he yeah, absolutely loves it. loves it Yeah, you know in Russia they, they call that type of striker a, a tree is that right <laughs> yeah. okay well, so we, right. you know, we probably call him like a donkey or something yeah or yeah yeah they call him a tree a tree yeah. well he definitely is a tree but he's quite an effective tree yeah. I think uh, I think for me a player that I hadn't really seen much and um although there had been whispers before the tournament that he was going to be good, um, is Milinkovic Savic. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, think, I think he's been, he's been excellent. Um, I think his distribution is great. He's one of those players that um, almost kind of glides across, across the turf and make, makes things look easy. Um, when, when a lot of the time they're, they're not, he does, he does some great stuff. Yeah. 
Agreed. And another one to throw in um, is Quintero from oh, yeah. Colombia. Yeah. He yeah. he's he this year is kind of what Rodriguez was last World Cup. He's kind of the young the young sort of up and coming attacking midfielder um, mm. and uh, I think in Colombia there was an awful lot of promise so probably an awful lot on his shoulders to to turn up at this World Cup and, and he's looked really good actually I mean they, they look like a good team and clearly well, they've, that, but he's one of those players that helps sort of knit it all together he scored that very him, cheeky though. free kick didn't he against Japan yeah, yeah. and he has, I think he assisted Falcao's goal earlier this oh, week oh that was a lovely goal really was. that was a lovely goal that Falcao I think I think they've uh, they've really shown their quality now after the false start with the uh, red card after four minutes oh, or yeah, whatever yeah. it was against. Can I be a good side? They're the yeah. kind of side that will knock England out of the tournament. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, a decent side. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah, a and, 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 side. And, and I don't think they would. You know, I, I would I would suggest tentatively they're on a similar kind of level to yeah. us in terms of in terms of ability so going out to them would be no great shame yeah. i don't think yeah i think i think everybody in england realizes there'll come a point where we, you know our best perhaps isn't quite good enough we just hope that's perhaps round of eight round of four you know you get yeah. of the <laughs> Fuck off. what about what about the round of two yeah the old round of two is a classic is it? Um, but there's technically two rounds of two Aren't there? Right, good use of the in joke on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> there's two two rounds of two because it's the third place playoff, which is a round of two, You're right. and the final, which is a round of two. So That's actually, true. this whole system has fallen down. It's almost like it's a terrible idea in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on at Worldy Pod on Twitter if you actually want to find out what we're talking about. Right, moving on to a player that has not covered himself in glory. Is that lad Neymar Junior? Now. <sighs> Uh, has has Neymar managed by some incredible means to make himself more hateable than Cristiano Ronaldo wait wait a second I've I've got to hold Andy back here I've got to literally restrain him from screaming at the microphone so so what annoys me with Neymar before we let Andy go um when he was at Barcelona, it, it was always kind of Ronaldo and Messi, and then Neymar's like the third best player in the world. From what I've seen previously and at this World Cup, he's nowhere near that no, level. You absolutely know, loads not. of players better than him. Yeah. Um, you know, perhaps you know, I would, I could probably think of at least ten players that I think are better than him yeah, in the world. Totally. Can I just throw throw, throw something in? He has had a. a a fairly um, serious injury oh, that, fuck that off, put John. him out for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's. I, I'm not. I'm not making excuses for him. I. I, I still. I, I still think his behaviour is shocking. The, but. the 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 biggest Neymar's problem. His biggest problem. Um, is that he does not play football to play football. He plays football to draw fouls. That yeah. is his number one goal in every single thing. And he, he has the audacity to complain about being a highly fouled person. <laughs> yeah. He has the audacity to do that. But his game is literally to try and draw fouls. He thinks of that before he thinks of doing something positive with the football. Yeah. That is exactly what he did with that ridiculous penalty thing. Yeah. He had an opportunity of swinging his boot and having a shot there just outside the six yard box and yet he still managed to he still managed to decide to just dump himself on down onto his backside bullet time style playing a little bit of devil's advocate here would you not agree that um, skillful players generally get fouled no, more? No, but 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 no, he's he he is seeking it. You can just yeah, tell by his yeah. body position. He is actively seeking to get fouled, and and it's it's not that it's not that he's he's doing mazy dribbles and he's being taken down or anything like that. His first thought is, how can I draw a free kick or a penalty? And you know, he yeah. You think of think of. I mean, Messi's the example of someone who very rarely. Sort of goes down, but you think of players like Eden Hazard. You know, they're always trying to yeah. do, do do the right thing foot, footballingly. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. No, a lot of respect for Hazard because he's found he's found a lot, and he stays on his feet whenever he can. Yeah, um, Romelu Lukaku in in their game, um, admittedly they were winning quite comfortably against Tunisia. But there's one point where he goes yeah. to penalty area. He could have gone down. He didn't. He carried on going. He wanted yeah. to get the ball and score. And there's just there's just just some. Some types of player who just who just honestly want to carry on and play football, and there are some types of types of player who don't. And Neymar, you know, there are, 
some people, there are people who do it a little bit, like like Suarez does it, right? Suarez does occasionally do, do it, yeah. but he also thinks about the game of football. Yes. Neymar has not a single thought about the game of fucking football in his head at yeah, any yeah. time. No. And, and they are, like, I, I see Suarez as being a selfless player. He plays only for the team he's yeah. in. And, yeah. and Neymar is the exact opposite. Neymar plays for himself, and that is it. You Even could, more so than Cristiano. You could, argue also. That, you could argue that Suarez pushes it a little bit further than he should um, with that competitive yes, nature. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, but you probably shouldn't be biting people. Yeah, well, quite, <laughs> quite. Um, but I'd certainly have him over... over. Oh, God, uh, yeah. You know, Ronaldo or... Any day, uh, any I, I day. I think Ronaldo plays for himself more, but he's good enough that he can do that and still affect football games more than the likes of yeah. Neymar. Yeah, and also, and also with Ronaldo, it's his natural game to because he spent such a long time as an attacking midfielder and a winger um, is it's part of his game to look for other people anyway it's just a natural part of his psyche so he isn't yeah. only ever going to be selfish um, whereas whereas Suarez also kind of looks at that that kind of thing Neymar doesn't know it's all about I himself I don't even really know what kind of player Neymar is like, yeah. and, and he has these incredible stats of possession of the ball but that's because he takes the ball to his feet and then just stands around with it it's not like he's really dribbling the ball or doing anything directly or towards goal. Yeah, yeah, he, he quite... does. He does have this habit of as soon as he's passed the ball, he just kind of stops. Yeah, and then yeah. he's kind a of very frustrating player does, to watch. Does a few lollipops and then falls over. I, th- I think it, it is at, at its heart and its purest a fucking terrible waste of a talent yeah because yeah, he's yeah. obviously very naturally gifted and it's just a terrible waste do you remember that lad a brazilian player called curlon who was yes. able to balance the yes. ball on his head like a seal yeah the seal dribble whatever happened to, to curlon well i mean he, he got, got kicked like yeah he did lot. and he got he got he got picked up by somebody didn't he and in, in terms yeah it might be somewhere in Italy. yes i think yeah. that might be right amazing but it but it, it became very clear that he had that and not much else yeah. and and italian defenders were very quick and I think he ever he barely made it into the first team I don't think and he just got booted up and up and down the pitch every time he tried it yeah well I think I think Neymar then has has done the amazing thing of turned Brazil into everybody's favourite second team into everyone's fav, favourite team to hate um, I've, I've always hated them but I hate them even more now yeah well what, I, what, what's particularly frustrating is that you still get a, a, a big chunk of the commentators and pundits uh, um, oh it's awful uh, just, especially Tildesley yeah, yeah just yeah. That. Just kissing, kissing their asses like you wouldn't believe. They were rubbish the other day. League all the time as well. When, yeah, when brilliant totally. players do average things, yeah. the commentary way over you the know, top. It's you, sickening. You know what it is? It, it's because they they think those those clips will be the ones that get replayed on the news. They're the ones that get oh, replayed, yeah. and they want their voice giving that really wonderful, flavoursome commentary over the top of it. So that's why they always puff it up for those twats. Well, yeah, you- and I also think they 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 probably want the players to like them so they'll get like the interview at some other time you know it's all that crap we've we've, we've spoken about this before i mean we, let's not get onto the media too much but they're fucking wankers <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's basically taking care they're, of that they're, segment they're of the show. so desperate for a story or a soundbite or something you know and let's yeah let's not get into so it so what can we expect then coming up over the next few days we've got the final group games and a lot of stuff's yet to be decided we've got Argentina coming up very soon oh uh, are they tomorrow I, tomorrow. I can only imagine that Argentina will be better than they have been. They absolutely can't be worse. I think they're the, th- I think they're the 7 p.m. game. Okay. Uh, their groups. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, the, it, so there's lots of shit going on behind the scenes with Argentina, yeah. isn't there? Like, Jorge Sampaoli is, is, words are there's been like a massive revolt amongst the players to try and unseat him. Um, he prowls the... Uh, the, the, the area, the like technical manager's area, area yeah. technical area, like a sort of late era Andre Agassi. Yeah, but but also a late era Andre Agassi who's probably smoked a bit too much weed and is now lost in the woods <laughs> and is a bit concerned because he doesn't know where to find his shoes because he just had this look of bafflement on his face but for the whole did time. Did he have all those tattoos at the last World Cup? I don't know. I can't. Remember. Oh no, he wasn't their manager in the last World Cup. We he? saw him re- fairly recently, Sam Pally, and I'm I sure he know. didn't have all those tats. There's always there's always one team that kind of you know explodes basically, yeah. you know, so, well, implodes really. And uh, this year it is definitely Argentina. So, so they um the the Argentina. I mean, one of the best things is the fact that after that three 0 defeat to Croatia, they're they're um 
their their TV guys did a minute of silence. Yeah, brilliant. Unbelievable. It's like Lineker and all of that lot standing up and doing a minute of silence. Brilliant. Um, but they their team arrived for um into their hotel for for, for ahead of tomorrow's game. Okay, um, and a whole massive bunch of Argentina fans arrived there to start singing at them and I was thinking oh great is this some kind of, some kind of thing to try and kind of get behind their team and yeah. them up a little yeah, bit yeah I thought that would be a nice bit of kind of supportive stuff um it wasn't aggressive. It wasn't that, but but I heard. I can see. I don't, don't don't know the language very much, but yeah. it didn't sound particularly <laughs> positive. And then I then I looked into it, and and and, and apparently what they were singing was um, tomorrow. No matter what it takes, tomorrow we have to win. Oh, it sounds really fucking threatening. And when you actually put that yeah. together with the way they were singing it, it like they were singing that directly to the players as they were walking into the hotel. Oh, no pressure then. No. Um, but there is like so, so some of the, some of the people are suggesting actually the, the team now have chosen the the starting eleven, right? Which is a mental situation to get it, yourself it, in. It's, it's crazy. Isn't it's it? a bit like France four years ago. Yeah, it's yes. very much. Well, like, it's normally France yeah. that implodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. I was um, more more importantly, did everyone see the messy cake? No, I haven't yet seen so, the messy cake. So this was a life sized messy figure. That um, so basically the um, the host town where Argentina uh, are based. I'm unfortunately I've forgotten the name of the place, but it's about forty um, forty miles south of Moscow, and um, the the local town of built of of, of cooked uh, baked sorry this this messy cake that is surprisingly sh- impressive it's That's actually it's actually really really amazing. cool amazing uh, just, it, just google messy cake you're gonna find it and it took it took them like a week to make and there Bloody were like six hell. six oh, local Jesus. bakers that did it and it's really quite impressive very good that is, if I don't, they knew how bad he would have been this welcome uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, else. I, I don't know if messy came along and had a had a slice of himself but um, it is uh, it's quite it's impressive, very good impressive thing. Uh, to be you know, I, yeah, Messi has been poor, but I think they're, they're in a very difficult position now because Argentina have talked themselves, whether that's Messi or not probably is, but they've talked themselves into playing this just-give-it-to-Messi tactic. But Messi is constantly marked by three players, mm. so he can't do anything. But what they're not the, the doing pro- is they're exploiting is well, the, the leftover the worse space. They play, the worse they play the more people expect yeah. him to get them yeah. out of a hole. It's yeah. so unfair. And you can see why he's frustrated because he's like, guys, I can't do anything. Mm. There's, I just can't do anything. And it's, it's a w- weird parallels um, with with Egypt and Mo Salah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a diff- different situation um, because they don't have the expectation on the rest of the squad. Um, and yet he, he cuts, he since he came back from his injury, cuts a bit of a full-on figure, doesn't he? Because yes. he, he's doing his best, but he just he's just surrounded by people who aren't anywhere near his ability levels yeah it's it's one of the saddest parts of this world cup to be honest is the fact that we've been, yeah. we we've lost this amazing player that we've had all season at liverpool oh yeah um, we unfairly unfairly taken sorry i thought you were talking about messi then yeah no no i agree i agree with salah yeah because um, because um i you know we've said it many times i've said it many times before but salah's had such an incredible season uh, and he's clearly not fit um and uh, re- regardless of his uh his teammates who uh, as andy rightly said aren't really quite up to scratch um he he hasn't he hasn't been fit you can tell so, so do we actually reckon Argentina going back to them briefly? Do we reckon, do you reckon they're going to make it? I mean, I, I think I, I think they're going to lose to Nigeria. I think if Nigeria play against against Argentina like they did against Iceland, I think Nigeria will beat them. I, I think we have to see a very yeah. very different Argentina if they're going to the do anything. The problem they've got is they need to win and they need the other result to go a certain way as well. So, so even if they're brilliant, it still might not be enough. Yeah, but they need they need um, uh, no the, the other result. They basically need Croatia to be Iceland, and Croatia Croatia will be Iceland. So I don't I don't think the other results necessarily a problem. Yeah, they need to play. They need to play Iguain, Dybala, and Aguero up front with Messi behind them, and just fucking go for it. But they're not going to do that. Nope, they're not going to do that. I mean, they, they are literally four of the best attacking footballers in world football. They're going to they play, play for the same. They're going to play fucking Aguero on his own up top with uh, Di Maria on the left and Mesa, who's fucking useless, on the right hand side. Di Maria has done nothing as well. And the problem is that when those players are shit, easily defenders can say, "Well, three or four of us can mark Messi because these other guys can't do anything." I'm um, just, just while we're on the subject of Di Maria. Um, 
John Sco- John Stones is called John Scones. Yeah, John. <laughs> That's a brilliant nickname. Tasty. <laughs> John Stones has scored twice as many goals as Di yes, Maria. Very as good. World Cup football. Di Maria. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be lovely if the local baker in the town of England was staying in baked up a nice batch of John Scones? <laughs> John Scones. <laughs> oh, that would be delightful. It, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't take a week like the messy cake. <laughs> no, that's right. Right then, fellas. Any more? For anymore. Oh. I've got. A, I've just got a quick tweet to read Go out. On. It's from Alan Shearer. Um, following the, the, the games this evening, that's the closest I've been to swearing on live TV. What I wanted he... to say is, VAR is complete and utter bollocks. Hey! <laughs> well done, Alan. He, Good he for did. You. He did actually say on live TV, "I'm finding it funny it difficult to find the words without swearing." He actually said that. Excellent. He was that's so. Excellent. He was fuming, and rightly so. So, gents, I think that brings us towards uh, the end of another show and oh I've pressed the wrong button everybody calm down Jesus everybody Easy just calm time. the hell yeah. down <laughs> Jesus it's not quite the end of the show right yet but now it is almost the end of the show so please catch us on at WorldyPod on Instagram at WorldyPod on Twitter and say goodbye Andy goodbye say goodbye John goodbye say goodbye Neil goodbye I honestly thought Pablo Zabaleta was going to cry.